Welcome to Getting Through It, where we're here to help you get through it. I'm John Bwery, and as always, I'm with the Doctor of Philosophy, Dr. Lucy Jones. This podcast is made possible by individual sponsors at Patreon. If you're listening for the first time or the 21st time, please consider becoming a sponsor too at patreon.com and search Dr. Lucy Jones. It's with your support we're able to continue to produce this podcast every week for you. And now let's get to it. There's been a lot of recent public discussion about the use of the title doctor. To understand why it's used and how, I think we need a quick primer on this honorific. As someone who has that title, Dr. Jones, can you explain why we started using the title? How did humans, because I imagine it's a bit farther back than the founding of the US, so I won't say Americans, first start using the term? Where does it come from? It began as a religious term. It comes from the Latin word of teacher, And the first doctorates were granted by the Catholic Church to the doctors of the church, those who were certified to teach theology. So that's actually back in the 12th century that that started. The Germans actually had the first doctors of philosophy in the 17th century. Doctors of medicine only showed up in the 18th century. But this origin, you can actually still see in the doctoral robes, you know, there's a academic regalia that we are given when we get those doctorates. And they are evolved from monks' robes because that's where it all began. And even the hoods, you know, which we have these bright colors to show the uh, what your degree is in. And you can tell the history there because scarlet, the most noticeable color, is for theology, which was considered the most important of the subjects. And science, all of science, gets one color. But those hoods at the beginning were the hoods that the monks used to cover up their shaved heads and keep them warm. So it's a tradition very much out of the Western church. And most commonly today in America, doctor is known as like a medical doctor, right? We hear that. It's the doctor most people commonly interact with. We all go to the doctor at least once a year, right? For that checkup or if we get sick. And I would imagine that often college professors may be the second most interacted with, but we call them professors, not doctors usually. And then we've got our lawyers, right, who are all doctors of jurisprudence, and we never commonly call them doctors. How did this happen? How did some people get sort of known as doctors and others have a doctorate but don't use the title? That concept of what does doctor mean? I mean, there are PhDs that are also professors, but actually 100, 150 years ago, most professors didn't actually have doctorates. That was only for the highest level of researcher. And and so you've got that difference in terms there. The medical doctor really needed to have that term out there to say, you can trust me, I know what I'm doing. And therefore, doctor as a medical doctor is the term people really do have the most relationship with. And it's really just ignorance (laughs) to say that uh, a doctor is only a medical doctor. And it's not like those of us with other types of of doctorates get confused with that. If somebody says, I need a doctor, uh, I'm not going to be jumping up and saying, don't you, you want me to come and study your earthquakes? You know, none of us are, are silly enough to think that that applies to us. Why do you use it? I presume you didn't use it when you first got it in the 80s. And by then, you weren't the only Dr. Jones people had heard of, right? The Indiana Jones movie franchise was out. He was an archaeologist who traveled the globe with his friends, his enemies, and his love interests all calling him Dr. Jones. You know, in the 1980s, I didn't use 
the term doctor much at all. I mean, at Caltech where I was working or MIT where I got my PhD, nobody uses doctor on a regular basis because we all had them and it would just be confusing. I think medical doctors were more likely to use the term because it defined their status in a hospital where most others didn't have the degree. You know, what that doctor does is recognize a level of expertise and knowledge. It's a shorthand to say, if you want such and such knowledge, come here to ask for it. And, and the fact that academics regularly use it could be seen as not caring if outside people want their expertise or not. So why do I use it? I first used it in the 1990s when I was, along with all the other seismologists here in Pasadena, on TV quite a bit reporting on the, the big cluster of earthquakes that we were having in Los Angeles at the time. And I realized that the men who were doing this were called seismologists, and the women who were doing it were called the earthquake ladies. And I started using the term Dr. Jones to remind those reporters that the women could be scientists too, and we weren't just being here as spokespersons. And then as you go on in the 2000s, I started doing more work with policymakers. I was put on the California State Seismic Safety Commission. You know, legislators are used to having a lot of people try to tell them what they should be doing. And using the doctor was a shorthand that said, I have information that you could use. I'm not just anybody. I, I really provide information for you that's unique to the situation. So the shorthand's useful in the moment. Got it. But what's the longhand of it? What does it really mean, even beyond what you just said? I think the term doctor and the, the receipt of a doctorate is incorporating two related ideas. You know, a, a medical doctor or a dentist, they have a set of skills and training that have required a lot of hard work to achieve and requires a baseline of knowledge from which to use it. And we need to trust them to take care of us. And that medical degree is a sign that you can trust them to have the skill and knowledge that you want them to have. And that's so important in that situation. You know, we have state certification beyond just the medical school degree. For PhDs, you can also say it re refers to skill and knowledge, but with a bit more emphasis on the knowledge side of it. If you will, the, being a researcher is the skill to create knowledge. That doctorate is telling you that this person understands not just what the facts are, but why those facts are true. So they are an expert that you can depend on for that knowledge, just like you depend on a medical doctor for the knowledge and their skills. So why is this even a conversation point then? Why is the title's use being questioned this week and, and often has been questioned? I think it's a sign of our uh, difficult relationship in the United States with truth and experts. There's a couple of things going on there. I think there's a long-term picture. Uh, our individualism and self-sufficiency in the United States, we don't want to depend on an expert. And maybe even a bit of resentment about the experts and the elite having something, having that knowledge that you don't have. But it's even more so right now that in the age of the internet and social media, you know, our, our social systems evolved that we assume we can trust the scientists and we turn to them when we need information. With the internet, we can feel like, hey, we don't need those experts. I'll just go on the internet and search for it. But you know, how did it get on the internet? Is it actually true? What are the sources of that? You know, it reminds me, I remember a, a few decades ago where there was a proposal to 
eliminate the mapping program at the U.S. Geological Survey saying, oh, well, you know, Rand McNally can do it. And it was, wait a minute, actually, Rand McNally uses the government maps as the basis for the maps that they produce. And so it was forgetting that process of how do you create the knowledge? And, you know, research, what we're doing when we do that doctorate means that we know why something is true. And is it just becomes a more reliable source for that particular set of information. I think going forward, I would like to argue that everybody needs some of the skills of the researcher. It is a process by which you analyze information and determine its significance. We used to be able to depend on editors and experts and academics to say, here's what's true. Now you get all information without any control on what is being put out. So just like the printing press changed our relationship with reading, for something for the experts to something that everybody needed. I would say that the internet is changing our relationship with facts and information and, and research. And that's going from a skill that only the specialists needed to now something that everybody needs to some extent to be able to filter through everything that comes at you. So with your title, doctor, you could be looked to for accurate information. And with your experience, you've proven that you're reliable and trustworthy to provide the explanations people need. Using the title respects that experience and your ability to help others in getting through it. So as always, we could go on forever on this topic. So we'll have to do this again. Until next time, I'm John Bwery with Dr. Lucy Jones and you, Getting Through It. Getting Through It is a production of the Dr. Lucy Jones Center for Science and Society. Visit us online to get past shows and become a sponsor at patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com and search Dr. Lucy Jones. Our music is performed by Josh Lee and this closing music is written by our own Dr. Lucy Jones. <laughs>